0: and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Episode 50, woo! On today's episode, we actually take a little bit different direction than we usually do. We're going with the reverse interview. I am actually interviewed by E.C. and Cindy Leah to chat about my adventure so far on the Triple F podcast. She actually was a guest on the show and actually is in the process of launching her very own podcast, Interesting, with the why. This podcast is about her focus is on the adventure of an international student and then getting a job in the U.S. Super excited to have her interview me. She's absolutely perfect for it. Definitely someone that's up-and-coming podcaster. Glad to have a chance to sit down and chat with her and explore my past experiences from the previous 49 episodes. So excited for things to come. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode 53 verse Interview.
1: Uh, my name is Yixian Liu. Uh, I go by Cindy. I'm from China and I have been in the States around six and a half years now. And last August, I graduated from Valparaiso University. And right now, I am in Nevada working a law firm. Um, JP and I actually met in Chicago when I was uh, interning in nonprofit. And we met in the reward night. and since then we started to realize we share a great interest in um food fashion and fitness and all that kind of uh topics and we got to be really good friends and i that's when i started to looking to uh, starting my own podcast uh, so yeah i'm gonna be a future host of uh, my own show called interesting with a y at the beginning and here i am hosting for the first time for um jp's show triple f Welcome, JP.
0: And the best part was you were actually a guest on my show, episode 30, my favorite episode. Yes. <laughs>
1: 29 and 31. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> and I was really honored. All right, so let's get the party started. Let's talk about our host. Yeah, let's talk about our host, uh, JP. So... Tell us, how did you get into podcasting at the first place?
0: Interesting story, actually. I think a lot of people underestimate the actual work that goes into a podcast. It's uh, definitely a lot more mainstream now today, uh, almost a year from starting. I started last March, even compared to a year ago. Actually, one of you people just started a podcast in the past. One of my friends I've known for a few years has like one of the top podcasts out there, uh, The Art of Charm, Jordan Harbinger. Um, and a friend of mine, actually, that I went to college with and post-college, started a podcast a few years ago. Um, it was uh, interviewing different entrepreneurs around the U.S. It was called Driven to Better. So he had a podcast, he had a Facebook group, a whole community around it. Uh, Unfortunately, he ended up closing the podcast just due to work constraints. He was an entrepreneur running a couple of other companies along the way and couldn't keep it going. Uh, I moved down to Chicago from Milwaukee exactly a year ago. And unfortunately, the startup I was running uh, with these two founders put everything on hold due to a funding issue. So I had to make a decision to do something to keep myself busy outside I was hanging out like doing you know nothing while we kind of figured out the funding issue and I'd already thought about something that I wanted to do outside of work anyways so I figured doing a podcast would be very flexible in scalability in the sense that I could put a lot of time in some weeks pull a little time in some other weeks and get stuff kind of spaced out so I did a couple of days of researching figuring out the costs uh, I mean, to be honest, like, probably cost me about uh, $400 to get up and running and everything. But a high-end microphone, if you listen to the episodes, probably doesn't sound like it. <laughs> because it turns out my kind uh, of room is, like, a little echoey and things in the head sure, But I about a couple hundred bucks on a microphone, picked up some good software, picked up some good material, and figured out how to actually run a podcast. And then figure out what I wanted to do on my topics. So I started looking around at different people I figured I actually want to get to know better kind of their success stories and along the lines of business that made sense but the way I saw it was that would actually be fairly boring. Same questions every week, same kind of answers, things of that nature. So I was looking at my list of potential people to reach out to and I'm like the industries that these people work in kind of fall into some things that I'm actually interested in which happen to be fashion, fitness and food I actually wasn't that big of a foodie until more recently. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I joke with people all the time that uh, now I become a foodie uh, when you're going out to all these great restaurants, uh, I go like Milwaukee or Chicago, things of that nature. It always makes the most sense to take someone on a date there, right? <laughs> Lucky woman every time. But uh, before I was a foodie, well, actually, I would take uh, all my dates out kind of to the, uh, the same kind of restaurant. It was like um, one of those places where like they make the food in front of you. You know what I'm talking about, Cindy, right? Like, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like Subway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <You're funny. laughs>
0: but I, I've, I've always been uh, into fitness and into the have got rid of. Uh, I was always athletic growing up. Uh, worked out on and off, uh, pretty much consistently. Nothing like too incredible. Uh, and then fashion's always caught my eye. So that's been something I've really been interested in. Uh, made some questionable fashion choices. I own more pairs of white shoes than anyone I know. That includes girls. I actually own three pairs of wearable leather white shoes, <laughs> depending on the outfit. So it made sense for me just to explore that more. And I love helping promote my friends' companies. So I figured as I learn more about these industries, why not put on a podcast and promote people? So I put together about eight episodes before launching. Launched the episodes, was doing about two a week, and then uh, got some work rolling and started slowing down to about one week and it's been a fun journey ever since Um, definitely a labor of love per se not a full-time job or anything of that nature but i just love being out there and helping promote so hopefully uh you know that little tidbit story will help people who actually want to pursue a podcast go ahead and do it because it's a fun ride for sure but also a ton of work
1: wow what a story, and sounds such an interesting journey you've had with podcasting. Um, wow. So yeah, we all know that podcasts are historically being started to promote content, books, um, businesses, uh, b- businesses and uh, and so on. So your angle is on um, food, fitness, and uh, fashion. So how did you decide you wanted to do? this three
0: out of all those um, topics i wanted something that was catchy right i wanted something that made sense um you know podcasts like jp's podcast like no one's gonna crap about that because like those like jumping <laughs> when they're right so i wanted right. to do something that of interest to me and it was a little catchy that's how i came up with the uh the triple f pretty much every time i tell people that my podcast is on fashion, fitness, and of course, food, like, oh, FFF or Triple F. So they kind of get it right away. It kind of rolls off the tongue, and it's easier yeah. to find in the iTunes store. I've done a lot of marketing things in the past, so I kind of understand branding and things of that nature. So it was definitely mm-hmm. right in my alley. Um, but to kind of more answer your question, uh, what do people get? I've definitely met quite a few people who are in it for the money, the fame, the glory, whatever you want to call it, just like anything ever. Uh, where people are like back into skateboarding, so they want to make the new Tony Hawk, or they want to become a doctor because they want to make like two hundred k a year, or they want to write a book and sell a million books, so they want to create a CD, or whatever. I'm not promoting a business at this point. What I am promoting is my friends' businesses and content that I'm excited about and learning. So I figured, as I'm learning from all of these experts in the field or up and coming experts in the field, why not put the information out there for people to share? and then work on some skills of my own public speaking interacting with people networking etc I've actually met like some incredible people through this obviously you and I met we met at like an award ceremony we hit it off met for a coffee had a conversation and Mm -hmm. we had like the common interest of food so you came on my podcast fantastic met like a really good friend on Instagram who uh, who's on quite a few episodes of mine who has allowed me to like MC one of his festivals he and I became friends uh, I had a chance to go to sit in the VIP section of a fashion show, which was absolutely incredible. I'm actually, having lunch with someone on Thursday of this week who I met at the fashion show, so it's it's been wow. it's been a fun ride. I love like helping promote people's different businesses that they're running, things of that nature, um, and I think along the way I will like cash in a little bit. That's because me you a know, labor will love more me giving back to the community and people like really appreciating me opposed to me going out there doing seven episodes a week, getting sponsors just because I have like 2,000 people listening per episode. I'd rather put out kind of raw, good content. Like I'm not. So going to sit here and say like my podcasts are amazing. To be honest, like the amount of time I have to put in to make it a little bit better is something mm-hmm. I could do, but I just have some other things going on in my life. So I kind of make it a little bit more raw, a little bit more fun, relaxed and really get it out there to promote people and like the companies that are running. Wow. It sounds like the
1: podcast is has a lot of um, authenticity in that it's really authentic. You only promote the things you believe in, promote um, the businesses your friends um, work really hard on. And so, and I realized it is really motivational to hear your speech and just speaking of how you started it and then uh, what keeps you going. So when we talk about how like so the amount of work uh, you have to put in making each episode for this podcast what really uh make you stay motivated while making um all those great contents every week
0: it's, it's definitely difficult uh, um, well for sure one episode month is a uh, monday munchies so that is like the most regimented episode release of the month where on the first monday of every month i an episode talking about the previous places I ate in the previous month and just kind of some quick reviews if I liked it, didn't like it, who I was with worth checking out or not. Uh, the other ones is I try to keep a good backlog since you know things come up. Uh, you know right now you know I've got quite a few meetings going on this week, so I don't have like, have like a ton of time to sit down, do some editing, things of that nature, or people reschedule. So I try to space stuff out for a couple weeks out figure out what makes sense for most people like one of the people is on my podcast for scondi nation i literally contacted them before i even launched and it took me six months just to get them on the horn for an interview because of schedules not matching up etc and he and i like went to college together we weren't like good friends or anything but i remember him launching his company back when we were i was on state street in uw madison like so like he was like definitely on top of my mind for like, people to contact so things kind of need to stay interesting for me, who I want to contact. I have screenshots on my phone of cool people on Instagram I want to reach out to or notes and things of that nature. So there's always kind of the itch of me wanting to learn more and things of that nature. So I have like notes all around my condo, my office, my laptop, telling me, hey, go find new people to talk to, figure out something fun. Like literally, I was you know was at just like this event the other day and you just bring up hey what do you do and someone says to me oh like I do this I'm like oh cool I'm like I, I have you know my HR consulting business and I have a podcast like, oh what's on fashion fitness and food and they're like oh I'm launching this like leather goods company which is Big Murphys which is an episode that's going to be coming out here in the next couple of weeks fantastic guy Nathan is and we just happened to be at a networking event talking. And he and I are very good friends. We've hung out quite a few times since then. <laughs> the Episodes has be very interesting because we like, recorded it like in a bar, like at the bar, and we had some buddies around us. But uh, it'll be it'll be a great time. And so it's it's fun for me to produce it. I don't produce it for the fame, the glory. I produce it, hit publish. When it goes out on Facebook. People like it. They enjoy it. They talk to me about what they had learned and enjoyed. And I get a chance to meet some cool people.
1: Wow, that sounds really cool. Uh, can you share some more of... Um... Really memorable stories from your maybe first few episodes uh, as you were getting into the groove of your new passion?
0: Sure. So, the very first episode I ever recorded, um, I remember walking into a new restaurant of a shared workspace of where I used to work. It was uh, Jenny Hushchild of the Hudson Cafe. So, the cafe was connected to the shared workspace. And I walked in the old shared workspace, I was like, hey, is like Jenny around? Like she kinda knew me just from being in the restaurant. And I'm like, hey, I have like a podcast. Do you want to be on it? It was like the weirdest like approach ever. She had like no idea what I was talking about. She goes, Yep. I'm like, oh cool, that was like pretty easy. I'm like, what's your phone number? No, anyway, it was like the easiest like ask ever. Like everyone gets all, like nervous, like, oh my god, like that's ridiculous. So we're set this time, right? And then the plan was, I thought, I booked the plan for me to come to the shared workspace and interview her at the shared workspace but she left work early and drove home. So I'm like, uh, interesting. So I like, couldn't get in the shared workspace because I didn't work there anymore. And so I didn't want to do the cafe experience a little too loud. So I literally had my friend take me to the law school of Marquette, which is in Milwaukee, book a room for me, and I'm doing this interview. I'm not even a student, I like sneak in. She had like use someone else's or friend's ID, sneak in. So I'm in this like private room that I had to rent out in the law library like, recording this podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be, like, mass chaos. Someone's going to walk in. like, what is this guy doing in here with his microphone? I, like, literally moved, like, a whiteboard over the door so people couldn't look in. I was, like, so nervous. And the worst part was, like, we're talking about food for, like, four or five minutes. And then she goes, "It's like, interesting to me. But let's talk about what I'm really passionate about, art. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, first episode recording, like, isn't even about, like, one of my topics. But we heard I just have this great conversation. So it was definitely a fun time. <laughs>
1: Oh wow! Sounds like an adventure podcast has brought
0: you too, huh? Yeah, I mean it's like all about like connections, right? Like uh, my friend Johnny on episode two, I go with my current boss to this like networking event, this like holiday party that he gets invited to. His name is Jerry, great guy. He's you know social, outgoing, but it's only around like his friends. When he's you know around other people, he's kind of shy doesn't want to talk to anyone. So we're walking around this like, you know, networking event with all these people at this like holiday party. I'm like, who do you wanna to talk to? And he's like, Oh, I don't know, man, it's just like you and me talk. I'm like, okay, and I end up like going to the restroom, right? I come back. The one person he talks to like the whole time is like John Yi. I'm like, Hey man, like nice to meet you. And we talked for a while and he's running this cool app called like Next Me, which is for like people who are like going to restaurants so you can find out how long the wait is, who's up next, etc. It's fantastic. I'm like what are the chances of the one person this guy talks to is going to be on my podcast, right? <laughs> so it's just like absolutely incredible. You like connect with anyone, everyone. It's just, I feel like going in there to a networking event, being one great person is totally worth it. And John and I are still really good friends. Oh, wow. But then, so like after I kind of go through my initial list of choosing who I want to talk to, people I know, I started going through like kind of what we call like um, people I don't know, like my acquaintances, et cetera. So I literally reach out to Mingyu. Her and I, I don't think I've ever met in person outside of like, I can tell after our podcast with her. Uh, But we were like, both lived in Milwaukee, both lived in Madison, and we are like randomly friends on Facebook. I don't remember like when I added her back when or whatever. But I just see all these like great fitness posts from her. I'm like, hey, like I have this like podcast. Like here's my website. Like this is what's going on. Like blah, 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 blah. Like would you be interested? And she's like, yeah, cool. Like send me this stuff. I'm like, okay, I've like never like met this woman ever. Like, what does you think? i am like sure she gets like all these random messages like all the time. And then we used to have like a great interview, right? And then like when I met her in person, she's like, Oh yeah, like uh, I get messages like that like all the time from like weirdos, but you know, when you came like with like all the information and show me like what you're about, I like, knew you were like super legit and I was glad just to like share my opinion and my expertise. And like a like, statement like that is kind of what drives me, right? Is it's not me wanting something from them, it's me allowing them to project what they're all about to, like, the greater audience and learn from that, right? So it's, like, mm-hmm. knowledge is only as, like, good as, like, people who, like, comprehend it. So if she has mm-hmm. all this great knowledge to share, like, allows me a platform to help her share that. And I, I love to support her in that regard.
1: Right, right. So from my understanding, it is, like, a mutual thing. You're not only just getting something um, from them where they're not getting things thing from, from you, like, one way. It's, like, a mutual thing.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Our... I, yeah. I, I love, like, helping people and I've always enjoyed that too. I and mean, then I take on, like, too much work as it is for pro bono. I mm-hmm. uh, just, cause I enjoy helping people. And, and so, like, in this way it allows me, like, help promote them or things of that nature. Like, uh, if someone tells me, hey, uh, whatever, like, I like, started eating, like, Bus, which is, like, a Chinese food delivery service, like, because of your podcast, like, that just makes me feel so good. Like, yeah, it's not going to be, like, an immediate return, like, hey, you come my podcast and then, like, tomorrow you get like you know 10,000 people coming to your website to like buy your product right like I don't have this like huge following yet but it's about like them wanting to like show their support to sit down with me. You learned this interview I did the other day I never asked for anything from anyone whenever people are on my podcast I give them a gift but literally I went in to interview the manager Milo of Go for Food and I show up and his restaurant is just slammed so like he has like no time to meet with me he told me to hanging out for an hour, brings out some food and he goes, Hey, this is like on the house, like don't worry about this, you don't need to pay for this. And I never asked for anything like that. That's just like him being a nice guy appreciating like my time. And we go there, have a great conversation, finish up the interview, like continue talking about other stuff. Like that's just absolutely amazing to me. Now like I know a great restaurant I want to go to, I'm gonna take my friends there. They do a uh, prefix where you just, like pre-order and they set it all for you. So I'm definitely gonna do that one of these times. And it was just totally worth it for me. That was worth it in and of itself. Is it just like that service, that fun, the great guy, the connection. So that's that's kind of what it's all about.
1: Oh wow! Sounds like there's so many stories behind um, all the things you have done for this podcast. So this is the the 50th episode uh, of your podcast, and uh, let's talk about some um, some interesting people you have uh, interviewed. Is there any? Uh, Anyone
0: really famous on the show? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone watches uh, Shark Tank at all, but I actually had a chance to interview uh, Eric Brandholtz of Beard Brands. That was uh, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Just all around, like, genuinely great guy. Uh, I think he was, like, judging me that I choose not to grow my facial hair out. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I kind of can't, whatever whatever you want to call it, right? (laughs) <laughs> but it was just absolutely fantastic. He's a great guy. Um, his business is like absolutely booming. Um, he, he's kind of you know the the tip of the top of people I would want to really interview. I mean, I've had a couple other people uh, that are like pretty uh, famous in the fashion world with um, the uh, Irabel. Oh, sorry, I was just But it's Interbell Alva Rosales, uh, just a huge huge pillar in the Latino fashion community. Um, she invited me to a few of her fashion shows here in Chicago, and it was absolutely incredible. She ran the, the entire Latino Fashion Week, the global runway. It was fantastic. So, like, she just, like, blew me away. Um, like, when when her and I met came to the office, kind, warm woman, super nice. But then when I come to the fashion shows, it's, like, fighting tooth and nail just to come over and, like, shake her hand and say hello. Because she just absolutely swarmed by people. Huge celebrity in her own right. It was just absolutely, you know, phenomenal opportunity, just a chance to like meet with her and have her on my podcast. And then, you know, my all-time favorite. uh, I don't know if you guys know her, but uh, Cindelia. She's she's pretty famous, uh, soon to be uh, for (laughs) an interesting podcast. (laughs)
1: Uh, you're funny, JP. Well, uh, let's talk about um, has anyone else, has anyone have ever been on the show that more than once since this is your fifth episode is there, there must be so many people on this show already.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, my friend uh, King has actually been on twice. I interviewed him. Uh, I actually met him via Instagram. I was just following him on Instagram. It was uh, strange food, Chicago. We met, he responded to my email a little hesitant explain what was going on, and then uh, we had an interview. It went well. Uh, he and I became friends, and then he actually hosted the Strange Food Chicago Fest. So I uh, kind of begged him to get him back on and do an entire episode about the uh, the fest he was putting on together. He was kind enough to let me actually MC the entertainment at the festival. So that was uh, fantastic. Uh, a couple other people have asked to be on more than once. Arabella um, has asked to be on to talk about some other passions of hers, uh, more in the, the fitness industry. Uh, people like, that are like in the restaurant industry just absolutely love being on and wanna to talk to me. Uh, I'm sure, you know, Brescia above Kiss by Bo would love to be back on and talk more about fashion. I mean, I just love talking to people, getting their stuff out there. I, I, no problems doing uh, a follow-up episodes later on because it's fun to see people's journeys, right? You have I know like how more people start off. You find out, kind of where they're going, and then it's nice to circle back and see where things followed up since then.
1: Wow, that's incredible! Yeah, I have to say you um at King's Event, Strange for Chicago. You're you're a really good MC and just getting everything under control when getting us entertained. That's so really cool. It um, was uh, it was definitely a, so a lot been... of work
0: for sure, but you did, as as always an in any. <laughs> event that is put together, like, something goes wrong. I mean, I host, like, networking events all the time, and something and always just, like, is, like, a mess. It's like, oh, my God, what is going to go wrong this time? <laughs> so you just got to <laughs> roll up the punches, yes. per
1: uh-huh. Right, because you're really comfortable, like, speaking into a, into a mic and recording because um, you have been podcasting for quite a lot, quite some time, but what is it like for you um, to interview um, for example, a guest who are a little bit, maybe, uh, camera shy or, you know, microphone shy. What is it like when that happens?
0: It's really interesting. I've definitely had to learn how to to deal with that. Um, for instance, when I mentioned uh, yesterday I interviewed uh, Milo Gopher Foods. There's episodes coming out a little while. That guy was just, like, nonstop, had, like, a thousand things to say because he's been doing interviews, like, forever um, because they're... Michelin recommended restaurant, so he just loved talking and I asked like two questions that we kind of connected on that He and I both want like this ridiculous rant, but some people um, You know when the microphone comes on uh, Even when I started I had to do quite a bit of practicing The just are nervous that, like people are gonna judge you or what you're thinking about So what I try to do is mm-hmm. prep the people beforehand have a nice little conversation How's your day get into like a talkative state and then? Have them prepared with the questions beforehand so they can answer them themselves. They aren't thinking on the spot. But try to dig where people will actually want to talk about, right? Like if I ask the question, hey, what's your favorite food? That can be like a one or two word answer. Opposed to tell me about like your favorite restaurant and why you like it. They would go on and on and on. Like, oh, I like, go there and like the servers that come in, they know my name and I sit down and like, my like drink is like already poured and they have like this fantastic dish that I always get and then sometimes when I'm like feeling a little little like excited I go for like this crazy dessert they always have, right? It's something they can actually elaborate on opposed to like a simple short answer, like yes or no, um, like one or two word answers. The more conversational it is, the more interested that I personally am in what they're talking about, the more interested and open that they'll be with me. And that just comes from me being genuinely interested in wanting to talk to them, right? If I was interviewing someone about like Excel spreadsheets, like I actually know a lot about Excel spreadsheets. I could talk about that forever, but like not a whole lot of people I really want to talk about like, I put the number in like A1 and like C2 and then hit enter and then I'm done. You know, like that's like a terrible conversation to have to listen to. But if you get people kind of interested in about like, what their expertise are, things they've studied, things they're really passionate about, it's easy for me mm. to kind of latch on to that and just kind of kind of build up for that because I just ask my own questions that are uh, intriguing yeah. to me to learn more from them, which I assume my listeners will want to listen to or even learn about more, too.
1: Mm, I see. I like the, uh, the techniques you were sharing. Um, have the other person talk about their passion and what they're loving of doing, and that's, Keep, keep them, keep talking, even though they might be a little bit, um, camera shy. That's a great idea. Um, so, if uh, I was wondering if there are any disappointments along the way, that you would like to share.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely like have been disappointed, like in some like content I put out there, or you know, some like promotions, things that I, things that I kind of already the little bumps along the way always happen, right. But I literally lost one entire interview because um, I've been like studying up on doing some editing on the software and then kind of editing it on the fly live with like my microphone and my recording software. And as I'm editing one of my podcasts, I literally didn't record half an entire conversation.
1: Oh, like, wow. We recorded
0: like the first like, 10 minutes and I'm over there kind of trying to adjust the echo, trying to adjust like. Inputs like, figure out. So I know it's like some research, right? So it's kind of hard to study like, on your own when it's like one way conversation. But I thought I got it all figured out, everything sounded good on my end. And I didn't realize that it cut off the actual recording, so like, input was still going in. Like, you, we both were talking, but the recording, like, on the software wasn't actually happening. And like, I reached back out to the person, like, hey, uh, you know, this interview got screwed up sorry, I was doing some editing. Are you interested in being back on there? Unfortunately, she, like, didn't respond. No no uh, problems with that, no pressure. But so it's, like, my perspective is, like, she put in, you know, like, an hour plus of her time. So, like, 45 minutes talking plus, like, prep time plus mm-hmm. whatever. And then I have to, like, ask her to do it again. Um, she's really not seeing, like, the return on it. And it's more like, what am I, like, trying to force here, right? Like, am I going to, like, screw it up again? Like, this kind of, like, sketchy. So I just felt like so bad about it, and then, yeah, it's like someone i never met, so it's was like a friend of a friend, so it like a referral, and I'm like, oh my god, like, this is just like mass cast, and she's like a great person too, like, she's been published, like, um, like, all across the U.S., in like a pretty big magazine for her writing skills, a really cool story, and I felt like there's a lot to take away from it, I revealed some information about my life that wasn't probably, like, that, uh, pertinent, but it was... It was relatable at the time. So it like, actually kind of worked out, you know, but <laughs> it, w- it was definitely something I felt bad about both for me, her, and then like our mutual friend, because it's just like, hey, like I asked, she asked a favor to her to do it, and then I screwed up, and then it's just like, uh, kind of bad blood all around, if you want to even call it that, but it, it is what it is, so I just, I just try to move on and see the best I can do moving forward. Oh,
1: wow, that's inspiring. Um. So let's talk about the future. So um, where do you see this podcast are in the future?
0: It's like a ton of fun for me. I absolutely love putting in the time and the effort. Uh, the thing is with fashion, fitness, and food, there have been times where I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm kind of running low on ideas here and there, like just not being creative in the types of people I can talk to, Right. Like, for instance, uh, you can only interview so many Instagram foodies. You can only interview so many fitness consultants. You can only interview like so many like people that work at like, The Buckle. I'm going to tell you what kind of clothes to wear, right? There's nothing wrong with any of that, but I feel like that's like very mundane, same conversation, just on different episodes, different perspectives. But the more creative I get with the type of people I interview, interview, like, someone that's going to launch his like leather goods business, like Nathan Minahan from Big Murphy is who I'm interviewing or people who are into different types of fashion. Like I literally wanted to interview someone that kind of backed out on me before the interview that uh, makes his own clothing. So literally it would just be about us having a discussion like why he's making his own clothing, why he's choosing to make that time for it and just happen to be like his body size and fit and things of that nature. So the more personalized, the more fun it is. I mean, for instance, like even our interview together that we did you were just kind of telling me about your cultural food, you're growing up, and that was a ton of fun, super relatable. A lot of people really gave me some fantastic feedback on it. it is just more a connection conversation opposed to uh, something they seem to learn from or like have to listen to. Like the less textbooky it is, the more interesting it is for me. And I mean, I would love to keep doing it for for years to come. I don't think there's uh, any stopping it. Uh, hopefully, at some point you know, things blow up a little bit more in regards of like some other sponsors. I mean, I have some sponsors now, a lot of my friends' companies I'm helping to promote. I absolutely love them. Hopefully there's more feedback there and things things are going good. But I love to keep doing it for a while. I love the connections I'm making. I love the chance to meet new people, explore new things. And, you know, keeps me sharp at my fitness game. Keeps me looking fly. When I'm going out, you know, (laughs) looking good. And trying new hidden gem restaurants sign me up. I mean, if it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't have found these great places to eat that I absolutely love going to. And people love me. The connections I've made have been fantastic. So it's definitely a ride worth riding for sure. And I'm excited for the adventure moving forward.
1: That's fantastic. Um, I I am... but My best wishes for the podcast. I know you're really... As a friend, I can totally say that you're a really resourceful person and really friendly and really uh, outgoing and hardworking and go-getter. And I'm sure there uh, there will be like great out- outcome of your podcast. I'm really looking forward to it's going um, to happen to the podcast. The words. Well, we're running out of time, so um, we're going to say goodbye. But thank you so much for being on your own podcast and having me hosting it. Uh, it's, it's been such a, a fun experience for me getting to like talking to you about podcasts uh, just in general and right now having me being a host for the first time for me. And yeah, it's been really fun. Thank you so much.
0: It's been a pleasure. Um, I mean, people always told me for my entire life growing up, hey, you have a really great face for radio. And I just decided to take advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you guy. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. and Thank you guys for listening.
0: This episode is sponsored by our friends over at StakeHall. StakeHall is a social wagering app for the next generation. With StakeHall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out of the town, or even just your dignity. They strive to be the most entertaining and most interactive social wagering platform on the market. Stay Call is an app that you download on the App Store. Uh, right now it's on iOS only, soon to be coming into Android, where you can challenge your friends to some fun games. I've challenged some friends to a game of ping pong. I've challenged some game, friends to a round of hot wing eating contests. Right now I'm in the challenge of Movember, things of that nature. Absolutely incredible. Ever have that friend that takes a bet with you, and then the word doesn't want to pay up and says, Bro, we never shook hands? No longer a problem with StakeHall. You can put it up on social media, share it with your friends, get their pretty judge, problem solved. Check them out at StakeHall.io. That's dot lio Or go to the iOS and iOS store and download them. StakeHall. Check it out now. This episode is sponsored by Snap filter place the number one designer of custom snapchat geo filters in the u.s this is a phenomenal product if you are out there with snapchat having a special event party wedding birthday who knows whatever it is and you need a little snapchat filter on your location check out snap filter place that you stuff design your own snapchat filter have someone design one for you, get one for your business, or even have one for a huge conference you're attending. I personally used one for my birthday party and it was phenomenal. People were going wild. It allowed us to connect with friends who weren't even at my party because they're out of town or busy. It's absolutely fantastic. Definitely check them out at snapfilterplace.com for your very own Snapchat geo filter. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and in- itunes pod directory or soundcloud that way you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week for reference those are all linked up right in the show notes while you're in there feel free to leave us a review if you do all i can say is two words endless gratitude writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.